Game Cola faithful, and welcome to the Game Cola podcast. This is podcast number 172. Holding it together like some very good glue. I am your host and podcast commander, Joseph Martin, joined by... Hello, and welcome back to the Alan Wake podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Norris, and today I have two fantastic guests with me, Max Payne and Mr. Scratch. I'm Max Payne. And I'm Mr. Doors. Am I Mr. Scratch then? You are, yeah. Well, then who are you? I'm Mr. Doors. Mr. Doors. None of us are Alan Wake? No, No, this is the Alan Wake podcast. Yeah. I mean, look, So none of the people on the Alan Wake podcast are Alan Wake? I, that really depends on how you look at it, to be honest. And I don't know how much we're going to get into spoiler territory here, but you definitely could argue that at least one of the people on this podcast is in fact Alan Wake. Okay, can we just real quick, if you were not on the Alan Wake podcast right now, uh, what would your names be? Oh, I'm Red Passenger the Second, and I'm dressed up as someone Blue. who recorded in time for a Halloween episode. Blue. <laughs> I'm Mr. Leaf. <laughs> And I um, moonlight as Mr. Scratch in my free time. <laughs> you do realize that, like, this could be someone's first episode of the Game Cola podcast, right? And, like, they just have no idea. If this is your Blue first episode, please go to the last episode. It was really good. I would, I, yeah. The two I would other like people to on say this podcast. You really messed up with your rhyme because. It's it was what seventy two. <laughs> it was more than that. Mm-hmm. Whatever, and you didn't say like first podcast with just leaf and blue. Like you had a name right there. I've, I'm pretty sure I've already said blue for one of them. No, but this is yeah, leaf but there and was blue. A new, this is like really important. But new no, no, context, no, no, no. Look, so okay, okay. Let's let's pull things. I've, we're already getting way too uh, <laughs> big for our britches here. You don't know. You do not know the lengths I go into the design of the rhyme after the introduction to the podcast. It cannot just be that I change the few words before the rhyme. I only get one chance to use any rhyming word with the number. If once I do that, that is the one that is used for that word. So even if I haven't used blue before, I want to save it for a really good one. And if I have, then I'm done with it. I can't do it again. That's just how it works. Okay? So I don't need this criticism from a place that doesn't understand the meticulous nature so of the intro So are you telling me if rhyme. I go back through every episode, there won't be a single repeat? Because I'm pretty sure that's not <laughs> true. I'm pretty sure that, like, almost every episode, Joe's uncertain <laughs> if the rhyme You understand <laughs> that I am forging ahead with this. This is not a rule set that materialized out of thin air. This is uh-huh. an experiential process uh-huh. that I have developed over years of podcasting. Ever since episode 128, Feeling Great, I have been refining this into a meticulous science. And now all of a sudden that I'm good at it, everybody's <laughs> got their own little opinions on what it's supposed to be. All right. So Mr. Scratch, without putting I'm going to need you to work. A piece of autofiction. So what's up with Alan Wake? 
you guys are in <laughs> such a tizzy about this video game, and I have no idea what you're talking about because you keep doing spoiler warnings all over the Discord. <laughs> well, okay, so are we going to have to spoiler warning this entire podcast as well? No, look, you can. You should be able to pitch a game to someone who is listening to this episode of the Game Cola Podcast mm-hmm. without. Spoiling the entire game, because right. surely the marketing team for the video game Alan Wake put together some things that you can say about Alan Wake when you have not yet played the video game Alan Imagine Wake. I mean, the first of all, is it just called the video game Alan Wake? go by right now. Is there more there words in the title, or is it literally just called Alan Wake? Alan Wake. Like two. Yeah, that's the one I'm playing. So it's called both but the Alan first Wake one, and Alan no, Wake. No, the first one's okay, called but, Alan Wake. Uh-huh. The second one's called the Control. The new one is Alan Wake, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the well okay i think the first one's called max Payne. uh i might be getting the order mixed up arguably yeah the first I, one's well, called maybe. max Payne. Oh, yeah. the know. second one's called alan i Lake. haven't gotten the far enough into this Control. game to know if that game's the first one yet or not there's another so, one i am that's vaguely part of the canon but that the developers like lost uh right oh, yeah i don't remember what there's that also a called. bunch of blog posts that you should probably read but you don't have to a whole manuscript, okay. actually. So, like, like the eponymous... Is that the word? I don't know. Yeah, if you're about to say Alan Wake, then... Yeah, the <laughs> I name. was going to say Sherlock Holmes, in fact. Yeah, um, I think some... I have deduced a key element of the concept of what you were referring to as Alan Wake, which sounds like it is a shared universe style of linked video games. Is that correct? I think what you really need to know about Alan Wake is that it isn't a lake, it's an ocean. It is an ocean. That is true. It looks like a lake, but But it's an ocean. So there's the Max Payne video games, there's the Control video game, there's some other video games that you said, there's a video game that has the words Alan Wake printed on the box cover. Uh And these all take place in the same universe, quote unquote. Is that an accurate statement? Roughly, yeah. Roughly, I don't. There, it's I, a bit I, more I complicated than that, but it we is. Can, I'll, I'll settle for that. Is I it a multiverse? No. Uh, no. No. I well, not I guess really. it's almost like has become a multiverse, but only in the sense that, like, like for example, Max Payne, I'm sure would be explicitly mentioned in this game if they still had the rights to that character, but they don't. So yeah. he's so it, heavily so more of a because multiverse. of legal shenanigans. Yeah. It's not. It it is only a multiverse in covering up inconsistencies. Kind of, but it's, it's definitely yeah. never including called a multiverse. them in their original form. Okay, now uh-huh. let's take the video game Alan Wake. This is this ep- this episode of the game One or two. podcast. At least the beginning is now becoming. Joseph tries to figure out what actually Alan Wake is. <laughs> I love this um, through <laughs> the cryptic funny. answers that Blue and Leaf give him. I'm that so excited. So uh, much fun. This is my <laughs> favorite episode. So of the in the video game <laughs> Alan Wake, like you put it in your One or two machine box. Yeah, there's whatever a thing plays the video game Alan Wake. One or Wake, two and. Hmm? One or Which, two? One or two? Where are we starting? What is the new one? Two. Is there two. a new one to call yeah, two? Two yes. is the new one. Okay, you put this. You put Alan Wake two uh-huh. into your computer box, uh-huh. and what do you do? Run for your life and then fail. So is it a horror game? Um, this one. It wants to it, be. It desperately wishes it were. But to be entirely I, honest, I don't feel like it fully hits the mark. But I'm okay with I, that because I don't really like horror. I I think it does a decent job. Blue is more scared I, than I am. I 
the the ambiance is like really good. The ambiance like, is good. Even in a part of the like game where I knew I was safe, I still there was scary music for about thirty minutes, and it made me really tense, even though I knew I was okay. You're never so, okay. The ambiance is all times. The game is trying to get you with jump scares at like at every moment. I maybe it just gets worse the like further. So for context for the audience and I, Joseph knows this, but Blue is still playing the game. I have finished it. So it, it definitely by the end, it's like entire purpose is just to try to get you with jump scares. And it oh, that's that's rough. I mean, you've seen some of it already. It's not like jump scare is like a thing jumps out at you. It's the thing that the screen has kind of been doing since the beginning where it flashes to scary faces. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't okay. know if those that, have been getting you. That they, is true. Like, uh, who got The most recent the one did, but mostly they don't. But yeah. I do. I I think they're, they're, they feel purposeful other than that. They like do. They, yeah. There, there's, there's a purpose to that. They're related to other things, and that's cool. And they so are, I don't hold that against them. I don't hold it against them, but I don't feel like it It gets you as much as maybe it should. And I don't know, maybe their point wasn't to get you with it, but... Yeah, it, it, to, that's it, what it, I felt was that it... That's not... Like, sometimes... Like, once in a while, there will be one where I think that was the goal. But overall, yeah. not all of them are that Yeah. Way. I would agree with that. Um, but it is a horror game by necessity of the plot. Okay. That just. Are you doing to get from like point A to point B? Is there combat? There is. Oh, just run away from things? What a question. <laughs> uh, the goal is to get to the end of the story. Yeah. Okay. Does yeah. that involve a lot of walking around? Uh huh. It yeah. is a borderline walking simulator, but it does have combat. Okay, and it also has crime detective sort of vibes to it, but it's not like a like you can unsuccessfully solve this mystery sort of thing. Like it is an extremely linear game. You don't have like dialogue. Like it's sort of like you you have to figure out something to move on. Sorry. Yeah. It's like you have to figure out something to move on, or is it like, oh, there's like to... little notes and radio things hidden around, and you can find them and piece together the story. You have to but figure you could also out just something. kind of blast through it and not no. know what's going on. So that's what the, fir- the first one game of the was characters, like Yeah, but one of the characters in this one has a little murder board with the red uh-huh. string and all the dead people pictures and stuff. Uh-huh. And it's not implemented the greatest. It's not. But it, I like the idea. And then the other character you play as has a little writing board with uh, places and story ideas. Mm -hmm. And you put those together to write a story with that character. And I like that better. I feel that that was implemented better. That is cool. Um, Is this a good video game? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Follow-up question. Why did you decide to play this good video game? Because uh, I have been waiting for it for 13 years. Because it's been Why 13 years. Why were you waiting years. for it for 13 years? Since Alan like, Wake I, know, okay, I know, yes, it took 13 years for it to come out. Like, yes, I, I get that. You couldn't have waited, you know, five years. But, yeah. like, at what, what was the inciting moment of this wait? Because Alan Wake the first always kind of implied there was going to be more that the story wasn't yeah. fully resolved. It ended in a beat that's like, this could be the end, but 
based on everything that you go through throughout Alan Wake, you don't really believe that it's the end by the time you get there. And then they followed it with DLC that were it was like, yeah, it was cool, but it didn't progress. No. Much. And then Control came out. And, and then Control's awesome. DLC came out. Yeah, and then Control was awesome. And then Control's DLC came out, and it expounded upon Alan Wake 1 um, in ways that are relevant to Alan Wake 2. It's it's ridiculous how many games you have to play to like fully comprehend this, and an entire TV show you kind of have to watch. <laughs> oh, yeah. You do have to watch. Just to get the, like... Yeah. yeah. What TV show do you have to watch? Quantum Break? Is that... I was gonna or say Night Twin Springs. Peaks. Yeah, yeah. I have I've only seen the first season of Twin Peaks. I'm still is watching it a, through. Is it, is it a it's not a collaboration though. No. It's no, just that but it, it so is, deeply references it, it that is, it makes the most sense if you connect it. It is it's canonically like I don't know canonically is the right word. Yeah, it is it is the, the, the creators of Alan Wake have said that they were heavily inspired by Twin Peaks. There's a place in Alan Wake 2 called Coffee World, and that's a yeah. reference to how much the main <laughs> character of Twin Peaks likes coffee. Which is funny. Also, the diner in Alan Wake is almost a oh, carbon yeah. copy of the diner in Twin Peaks. And the vibes are pretty similar. In yeah, they're the like the surrealism of... is very similar. The like, just ever so slightly something strange is very similar yeah um, the mundane but like people are just like a tiny bit off not in yeah. ways that you can like point out and be like hey there's a lot wrong with you i'm gonna list it out but just in like that's a little odd yeah there and isn't oh yeah there's a lamp lady not a log lady it's yeah slightly less insane in this i guess I know. I'm like, come on, just go all the way. Go with the log lady. It's okay. <laughs> um, but also, like, especially at the, you, Lou, you said you only got through the first season of Twin Peaks. Yeah. Okay. So definitely by the second season, you can tell that also kind of the antagonist highly similar to Twin Peaks. It's his antagonist. And don't they share a name, actually? Um, it... I just know that Mr. Scratch uh, is another name for the devil, so there's that. Well, Mr. Scratch is... Guys, I'm going to have to I cut don't... you off. <laughs> Talking about the origins of names is not great audio. No, 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 also no, no, avoiding no, no, spoilers. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem is the spoilers. Um, so I'm going to cut you off there. I'm going to ask you a question that <laughs> might steer the conversation can I, a can little bit. Can I say bit, something? And my role as podcast can... What do you want to say? If it, it, well, it's to answer a question that you asked earlier, but we kind of moved away from in regards to the like crime solving. You were like, "Do you have to like find a note and then progress?" The thing that is annoying is that the you, how you solve the crime is by walking around and getting quote unquote clues that represent in your that appear in your mind space as the detective. Her murder board's in her mind space. That's not a spoiler. It's very immediately introduced. Yeah. Her you mind have to place because she's too like practical of a person to call it a mind palace i know right but she takes it the, the way that you progress in the game is that you go back into her mind place and sometimes arbitrarily click on the board with the images until you happen to figure out where they're supposed to fix it is not always intuitive and it's very frustrating it's, sometimes 
because you can know exactly what you need to do, but you can't do it until you've put it on the board. Yeah, that got me for like an hour in the beginning. I didn't put the picture on the murder board, so the explicit instructions I'd received away from that didn't work because I hadn't mind-palaced that info, I guess, even though it was written out for me literally on a magical piece of paper or whatever. Right. So that's how you progress in the game. Let's, let's put this together. So why why is this a good video game? Because as you day? as you may have noticed, uh, it's got one of those real complex stories. Yeah. That is. <laughs> oh, really? Exactly really? right. I up hadn't my alley. quite picked up on that. <laughs> it's it's like the House of Leaves of video games. So it but was the, made for me. It, the other thing, so it has a complex story, and the story is cool and it unravels in a good way but then at this also aside from that the story is told using a combination of cutscenes in a video game you walking around a video game and live action scenes that play when you interact with certain things in certain places so you like are you talking about fmv does that count i guess i think so i don't think it has to look like a vhs tape yeah, I I think that I think it counts. I'm just saying that there's definitely a lot of game cool people out there who are like, "Ooh, live action video in a video game." Yeah. Well, I, I, why I didn't think, you say that sooner? I think okay. I could go with that. Yeah, FMV <laughs> sections. It's cool. We can, we can put value? the FMV tag on this podcast. Yeah. What does that stand for? Full motion Full video. Full motion. Or, uh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess yes, it's yes. that. But it's like, it's the way that it. Every been... time you talk about this game, you say, oh, yeah, it's like that. Well, I mean, except, like, it's this game isn't the thing that anything. it does. Like, it's, it's, not, it's, it's very... just almost a lot of things. Do you understand my experience here? Okay. Every time you say, try to say anything definitive about this game, yeah. you're like, well, eh, that's I mean, what makes it so good. Like that's Take the it. Marvel Cinematic Universe, smush it together with House of Leaves, and then make a multimedia art project ARG out of it. <laughs> there you go, Alan Wake. It's also like at the at its core, it is an Alan the story of an artist. <laughs> it is the story of creating. Art. That's the title of the episode, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted your uh, philosophical musings with my very good joke. Please, yeah, thanks. Uh, please continue. At its <laughs> core, it is a story about an artist, and it is a story about the creation of art and how the art that you create can consume your life. That's to put it very, like, it is more abstract than that and also kind of more literal, but that's sort of what it's about. And so the fact that it utilizes so many different artistic methods to tell that story i think is very cool also ah i mean it's hard to like talk about it without getting into spoilers because like there is a very good reason that there are fmv sections in this video game like it canonically makes sense for that to be in it's this video ambitious game. and crazy and the they pull it off they do like 
There are some great sections. There are some they like, are things very that I confident in regularly. the craziness that they're giving, and they have full reason to be confident because they're the best at it. They do not hold back for it. They created a crime board, and they did it anyway. Like that's kind of my main complaint about the game, and I feel like that does say something. Like there's very uh, and the fact that that was obnoxious, but far from enough to stop me from wanting to play the game and recommend it to everyone I talk to. I like it more than Spider-Man 2. That should be... Go play Alan Wake 2. It's very good. Yeah. Obviously. But Blue, you said already on the Discord that you were going to say that Spider-Man 2 was a bad video game. That was just joking to make John upset. <laughs> yeah. Did you lie? Did you lie on the Discord? <laughs> is that what you're telling me? Are you telling me that Spider-Man 2 is actually a good video game? I never said it wasn't good. That's true. Well, you actually, was... I did. I said that to John in that one joke, but other <laughs> than that, I didn't say that. Other than that one time I said that thing, I never said that. Yeah, but it was sarcastic. I only said it once and never said anything to the yeah. contrary. I don't understand how you got this impression. It was a joke. Blue, tell me about the, tell me about the Spider's Man. I don't want to Wait, hear about the Spider-Man. So... <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, you guys got to talk about Alan Wake for 20 minutes. It was a good 20 minutes. It's, it's You can listen to Spider-Man a bit. Something that people a... will understand. Once um we Blue also finishes the game, can we do a podcast where we just talk about Alan Wake but with spoilers? I would be so down for that. That'd be fun. Leave in the comments okay. all well, you can put it together. You're, <laughs> if you you're welcome that. to do whatever you want. If you buy right. one thing this year, it should be Alan Wake 2. Yeah, except for Joseph okay. would also need to buy Alan Wake 1 and Control. Control, Blue, I guess. Tell me about Spider Man. Okay, so recently, yeah. there were, <laughs> they released a game about a Marvel Comics superhero who's usually dressed in red and he uh -huh. swings through the streets of New York. He's got an extra sense that allows him to perceive things a normal Only person one. wouldn't. He's been, yeah, he's been <laughs> romantically entangled with a redhead and had one of his non-redheaded girlfriends killed by one of his villains. Oh, that's he's fought rough. villains like Mysterio and Kingpin. He has a very strong sense of justice and he grew up an orphan. I'm talking about... No, that one's Mega Man. No, I'm talking about Daredevil. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> oh, okay, that's no, Daredevil. So I was going to say, Mega Man is the one... <laughs> Mega Man is the one with a strong sense of justice. Mega Man Mega has Man never a dated a red. Daredevil's a lawyer. <laughs> I'm just saying that he he is has a strong sense of justice. Like that's his like thing. Has, so you're you're gonna lose me a bit. Has like, Mega that's Man the strong sense of justice character ever canonically had a romantic entanglement? All right, what you about want me to be Alan Wake about it and be like, well, cannot? What do you mean by canonically? Because I think, what about in that one TV show where he doesn't know he's a robot? Does There is no, the, the new TV show, he knows he's a robot. He's trying to keep the fact that he's a super robot secret. But everybody, he, everybody knows, including him, that he is a robot. Okay. Does he have a girlfriend or boyfriend? And are they... No. Do they die? Well, I think they, he does have a romantic interest, but okay. it's just in that weird, like, kid TV show way where they mm. just kind of, like, he just acts They're... weird around her, but it doesn't, like, ever go anywhere or lead to anything because the, the plot isn't going to move forward. So it's just kind of a thing that exists. 
That, that's um, close enough. That's most... But, like, that I would not consider, like, canonical, because that's its own weird little yeah. thing. Does she that's die? Um, Does she No. There well, is a love interest that dies in the Mega Man series, but is not she a for Mega, not Mega Man's... Eh, no. It's, it is a light brown. Okay, so she's dead. She's gonna die. She's she gonna die. She's gonna get dropped off a bridge I or mean, she get is dead. throwing card thrown at her. The, or she is dead. Oh my. Something. The only ones that survive are the redheads. Oh my god, there's two girlfriends that died. Sorry. Mike. Can okay now let's okay we've th- this bit is these bits are getting out of control. Just <laughs> tell me just, about the video I'm game Spider Man Two, please. <laughs> there, there was a Daredevil game that it got canceled in two thousand four. It was for the PlayStation Two, and they just like dug up and released on the internet a playable version of it. Okay, but see, you, see, Blue, I did not ask you about the Daredevil game. I okay, asked okay, you I'll about, talk about the Spider-Man other comic book character game. associated with the color red that has super strength. They oh, got a game but recently. I didn't say His name those is Hellboy. Things. I said Spider-Man, <laughs> the video game that everybody has been playing and would want to hear someone talk about on a video game podcast. It's almost like all of the characters are the same. Spider-Man Two is a good game. End of story. Uh, It's got a lot of... I find the gameplay lacking. The story is great. No, that's important for a game. The story turned it around from my opinion on the gameplay. So, like, I... I, it's a. I, I'm glad. I, I think I like it more than the first one overall because the story really did some good stuff for me. But uh, b- before I got to like the third act, I was like, "Huh, I I like this less than I enjoyed the first one." Hmm. Is it that different from the first one gameplay wise? Uh, I think that there's there's like some refinement in from a design standpoint, probably objective improvements. But personally, they like nerfed the way I the very specific way I played the first one in like every at every turn basically is this so like they, like your combat or like has they changed the like feeling of swinging around I mean they did they so the swinging is like faster and better and they also gave spider-man or they gave the spider-man web wings web yeah, okay, so look up Amazing Fantasy number 15, you know, or go Google watch... This isn't good for podcasts, as Joseph would say. If you've watched just, the movie Spider-Man Squir- Far From Home... They just gave flying squirrel wings, but with web. Why like, would that's they what do it is. that? Because it's so canonical glide. to the comics, and it has also been in a movie. Right. And you can get it, you can get over the river with it. Yeah, they they. it's the biggest New York... In any Spider-Man game ever, because they added, did they, they added did, uh, like Queens and stuff. So, did they add Washington Heights and Inwood? I assume so. I don't know about geography. I'm terrible at geography, so I can't tell you for sure. Is, You'll have to ask John on that one. Is Manhattan a rectangle 
or does it have a little bit at the top I don't left? No. Why? Why do you think <laughs> that you question blew, would you... help clarify? <laughs> because it's not geography; it's looking I, at the map. I don't have the map in front to... of me right now. <laughs> but you don't. You didn't like go to the upper, like every corner. You didn't trace out the boundary. I, I went to every place I could, I but I don't. The... I don't know the real world translation of where I don't those think are. it calls out the names of the real places. It just says go I mean, over it it, it has the there. neighborhoods. So mm. there's like Harlem and you can go to Harlem, but I don't Yeah, mm. those are the things I said are neighborhoods. Well, no. I don't know all of them. I know Harlem. That's what I'm the just saying because in the last from. game they the last game they cut it off. So I was just curious if they added it back in. I maybe you'll have to ask John. I don't know that one specifically, but yeah, they gave him web wings because he does use those. It's a thing. Does he flap? But they, he, I no. It's like a wingsuit. It's or not a flying we- squirrel. I already gave a great analogy. Yeah, sugar glider. Why are we gonna reinvent the wheel? So, but for me, they removed suit powers so in the first game you unlock a suit and it has its own special power and you can use that whenever you want now and so you just get a whole bunch of unique powers but they remove that aspect from this one which like makes sense from a developer standpoint but i liked switching between them and like there are things that can't be replicated now because they're all gone they also removed the gadget wheel so now you only get four gadgets and what i used to do was like go into a really tough encounter and like use all of my gadgets in whatever way i wanted and just like decimate everyone with all the cool stuff like in the last of us there's a segment where you get into a really tough fight and you use, like, literally every single one of your bullets and then, like, some bricks from around the environment. That's the kind of stuff I like in vid- big video game fights. But they they basically completely removed that ability, and you can just use four gadgets, and it sucks. They also Hi. removed the, like, one of the gadgets they removed was, like, the tripwire... Holy no! thing. So you, which inhibits my stealth. Which yeah. The problem in the first game, my biggest problem with the first game was that the stealth wasn't that. Like when you take a bunch of the people out, it forces you into combat with the remaining grunts. And yeah. I'm like, no, I just wanted to stealth all of them. And then Miles Morales, the sequel, it, it fixed that. By letting him turn invisible, and then by still having... I don't know if it still had the web grabber. I think it did. But anyways, it improved the stealth in a couple of ways. And then this one, they like completely reverted on that. And now it's just the way it was... Well, it's not the way it was in the first one, but... They removed an option from my... I'm upset. (laughs) Did it did it make it so that you didn't feel like Spider Man anymore? Whoa. I 
What just happened? That is my computer. (laughs) That was Joe being upsetting. You can ignore that. Discord didn't pick up fifty percent of that. I would guess, but but you got it from context. Yeah, I I gotcha. Uh, I guess the answer is yes. They did remove that because now you feel like Spider Man instead. So Mm. yeah. Uh, they oh they also removed upgrades. Oh, how are the cosmetics? Uh, there's still the Scarlet Spider outfit, so I'm pretty happy. There are like original designs that people didn't like, but I think some of them are not as bad as people think. Uh, there were a couple duds in the first one, to be honest. Yeah. So this there one some questionable. I have not played the second one. There's... I have witnessed quite a bit of the first. Recently in the comics, Miles got a new costume for his 10th anniversary of being in existence, I guess. Oh, he turned <laughs> 10 years old. Which is different from a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> no. In our world, they were like, oh, it's his 10th anniversary. So they, in the comics, were like, uh, he has a new suit now. And people liked that, I think, but I didn't. I didn't like that new suit. But in this game, he gets a suit, and I really like it. And apparently everyone else doesn't like it, so role reversal. That's awkward. Uh, They removed upgrades. I loved, like, there was an upgrade in the first one where you could heal any time. You didn't have to fill up a focus bar. And so I could play a lot riskier and do cooler stuff without being as afraid. But in this one, you can't do that. You have to wait for the bar to fill, and then you use a whole bar. And that's annoying. And finally, the thing I was worried about, I think I talked before on the podcast, when I finished Miles Morales, was the open world. I was like, I don't want to do this again if they don't change it at all. And then they pretty much didn't change it at all. (laughs) <laughs> and I still did most of it anyways, but I was disappointed. We need open world games to get a new shtick. A new city? Well, I don't... That's a good question on, like, if they'll use New York for Wolverine. Because that game's going to have to feel different, because he doesn't web swing. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to reuse yeah, if, New if York. Yeah, if you feel like Spider-Man while playing the Wolverine game, then that's actually a problem. Yeah, <laughs> I think they might send him to Japan or Canada, so it doesn't, it's not Japanada. like... Yeah, definitely that one. That's what they said when they relocalized Phoenix Wright to your region, right, it's... Blue? Japanifornia. Right, but then... I didn't get my own localization. That would have been awesome, but I didn't get... You didn't get get your own Canadian localization of Every copy of Phoenix Wright is personalized. (laughs) I mean, I do think that part of the problem with Spider-Man specifically is that New York is kind of, like, one of the only cities in America that has enough buildings to web-swing and, like, have that vibe. Unless you were to go into other countries. Like, you could absolutely go for literally forever if you went to, like, Shanghai or something. And you could probably get pretty far with Tokyo. Um, If they moved him, they'd have to, like, 
ad web or moon swinging as spider-man fans yeah. call it can you spider-man like in kansas <laughs> <laughs> smallville he can team up with superman <laughs> just keep swinging off of superman yeah it's just yeah. one web line yeah that's fine that's funny uh but so the gameplay was downgraded and almost like made, made me not appreciated as much as the first one but then the story went really hard especially in like the last third of the game is just like Five hours of them throwing stuff at me that I did not expect and thought was really cool and clever. So, yeah, that was neat. Is like, the story on par with Alan Wake 2? I don't know yet. That's fair. Come back and answer that question later. <laughs> <laughs> it was like going through 40 minutes or 40 years of comic book history in like five hours and it was awesome that sounds like fun for someone that likes that type of thing it was great <laughs> blue do you like comics i don't know if we've ever discussed this like I, is this I a just, new thing we're learning about you i just gave you like a paragraph on all the ways that daredevil and spider-man are exactly the same that is not your deepest cut, Blue. Come no, on. but <laughs> it was good. I was excited to see how long I could go. It was pretty good. <laughs> what is your What is your deepest video game comic cut? What's video... the deepest in the iceberg you can go? Huh, that's really tough. Like, define. I need. I need more definition on that. I mean, are you familiar with, like, ice, the blank iceberg Yeah, content? usually I watch those and know all of them entirely, so... What's right, the so, like, it's just whatever iceberg. would be at the bottom of the iceberg, but for video games and comic, uh, like, licenses. Uh, like, specific, just... if you want me, like, just to be clear of the specifics, I'm talking about video games that are licensed by comics, comic property. Yeah, I, I I just had an answer and I can't remember what it was. I mean, the the Daredevil PS2 game would have been a pretty deep cut a few days ago. When I did know about it then, so does that count? That that's not a very interesting. Uh, there's Marvel Chaos, which was <laughs> going to be a sequel to Marvel Nemesis: Rise of the Imperfects, but it got cancelled. And then I think a playable build of that also leaked, but it was much earlier in development. Uh, yeah. Did Marvel just leak all their video games? Like, what's going on here? I I think people, like, found dev kits with them on it. Just, like, lying around? You know how that happens sometimes? Yeah. I don't know how that... I don't know how it happens. I just know that it has happened to other games, like Star Wars Battlefront 3? I think last year, or sometime in the last few years, I read an article about how that, like, entire game just sort of leaked. Because, like, the the one that was cancelled, like, a decade ago. Someone found it on a dev kit somewhere, and now it's playable, I think. It just happens to games sometimes. And I'm cool with that, because I prefer that over them being lost media. True. 
I don't get how it happens, though. <laughs> so, aside from these two big video games that we've talked about, are there any video games that you two have been playing in recent times? Yes. Yeah. I, I did play... I, I have been playing the Hellboy game. That one's pretty good. Oh, Leaf, Palia, how... Have you been playing that? I have. I have. Okay, and how 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 connected to the community are you on that one? I mean, I'm in the Discord. Okay, my my roommate became a celebrity in the Palia community. So that's <laughs> neat. I'm not connected enough to know it- probably what that's referring to because I haven't played in a I haven't played in a few weeks just because I kind of reached a point and it's still early access like i feel like that's very important to say it is not the full release of the game there is content uh, that has another a... thing that might be important to say is what kind of video game it is no 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 it's early access <laughs> <laughs> it is a um mmo in quote i don't know what it is MMO. <laughs> it is an mmo farming simulator I'm trying my best joseph i'm answering your question <laughs> It's 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 a quote unquote MMO, but at this point, there is only like thirty people per server or um per area. So it's just an time. MMO, kind of. It's an yeah, MMO. it it kind of. I mean, it's you know a typical MMO is like six eight players at the max. So it, it, compared to that, it's it's more, but it's a little smaller than you might want it to be. Um, there's currently only two zones. I'm very much expecting that that will expand. Uh, before the full release of the game, though I haven't seen that confirmed in any of their um, plans. Uh, but they put the, a big the, the main section into a game that does not support that kind of gameplay. Yeah, they, they, they did. I didn't play that, so I haven't played <laughs> before they released it. But I did see that it. Um, well, so, so part of the issue also, right? It is early access, and this is something that happens in early access games. But they have released multiple updates recently that actively break the game and and like like one of the bugs for example is that if your character gets stuck t-posing and you go in the wardrobe and then you leave the wardrobe your character will be irreparably transformed in a completely arbitrary way and you cannot fix this (laughs) that is a known bug and that has that is still like that sentence yeah, I mean, it's like, it's so, funny, but also, like, I would be pretty upset <laughs> if that happened, honestly. I don't know, character. I don't want to be a body horror monster in <laughs> that sounds fun. But it's not, like, well, okay, but then, like, it's an early access game. I don't know how many times I'm going to say that, but there's just, like, I feel like every complaint that I have about it can really be explained away by that. The, the um, quantity of customization is really lacking. The ability to make a non, and this is me kind of quoting what a lot of other people have said, though I do think it is accurate. Your ability to make a character that isn't like really kind of inherently feminine is almost impossible. Even like your your mask characters are pretty femme in appearance. And most of the like even paid for customization, I see people complain a lot is like, clearly seems to be made for femme characters and not for mass characters i think that they are about to fix that looking at the like snapshot that they released like literally today of the content that's coming it does look like they're gonna have some mask outfits coming and i know that they're gonna i i want to believe they're going to release more customization like right now you can't do facial hair 
right, for male characters. That alone, I think, would do a lot in allowing people to be more masculine. I like the gender neutral vibes, but I totally see what people are saying. Like, it, you really, mm. you either are a feminine woman or a feminine man. <laughs> Those are your options, really. There's kind of no other anything else. And then the, the, the gameplay loop isn't bad, but it still needs a little something. Like the story is still in progress. It does actually look like they're about to add something pretty big to the story, which will help again early access. It's not fi- finished. I reached a point in is the story. Is it in early where, access? Uh, you know, actually, I don't think I mentioned this, but it it's in early access. <laughs> <laughs> um, I reached a point in the story where. All I can do to, you know, quote unquote progress, but even if I quote unquote progress, I can't actually go anywhere because there's nothing left in the story is fish. And I usually really like fishing in games like this. Is it bad? I don't want to say it's bad, but I don't want to do it for hours. Oh, and that's what you have to do. That's what I see my roommates do. So I assumed it was fine. No, it's just all that it's what you have to do like you have these like quests you reach a point where you have to fill these bundles and one of the bundles is almost entirely fish it's the water bundle i get it but oh my god you have to fish and fish and fish and fish and fish and for a long time it was bugged you couldn't catch some of the fish so people were like (laughs) <laughs> yeah people were like fishing for hours and hours and you'd like every time i logged on i'd see people complaining i can't catch this fish i can't catch this fish and then people would be like yeah it's bugged they have fixed that but it was bugged for yeah. months like it, why did you decide to play this game it's free I... <laughs> it's fun so there are other things that are free i got a lot of time out of it i i do need to make that clear i got a lot yeah, of hours no, i'm just curious what like out what, of enjoying like, sold you this on game. the experience it's, a, first. it's an mmo farming stardew valley-esque simulator you have villagers that you walk around and talk to you can romance them um okay. they just added the ability for you to befriend the dog like hello <gasps> that should have been a launch the, the, the first agreed day honestly it was pretty <laughs> honestly i was pretty sad when i realized you couldn't friend the dog there's still some characters you can't romance either they just added Are one that was apparently highly. People? No, mm. no, you that can't romance the dog. It, though. Yeah. No, I didn't. Blue. That's not what I meant. <laughs> Blue, <laughs> quickly changing gears. Uh, how did your friend get famous? Uh, so he started doing tutorials for how to do specific things because he's played tons of other MMOs. Mm-hmm. And apparently, the weird physics systems in those, he was like, I wonder if things work in a similar way in this game. And I guess they do. So, yeah, that he sounds about right. Helps, he helps people make their stuff look the way they want it to because the game tries not to let them. Like, like, <laughs> is how I housing? understand it. Yeah. Which is very glitched, by the way. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's another thing that's very glitched. And there's like, I think that they have fixed some of this, but there was a point where they were like, do not put this item down on your housing plot. You will break your game. As I understand it, he makes tutorials to help people make 
glitch their house to look the way they want it to because the see. game is doesn't want them to have fun. Yeah, but I, that is like truly and genuinely a result in a large part of it being early access because they have been like actively fixing some of the issues. Like for example, they um had they have a furniture item called the display case that up until relatively recently you couldn't put anything in. So it was just yeah, a like so... empty display case. But now you can I put think what he the sort of thing he would do would be find ways to put things in there right. to be displayed before it actually came to the game. Yeah. Which is valid. I, that that's a good thing. Because I know that people kind of complained about that. Like that makes sense. There's also you can um you relatively quickly in the game get a glider. So you kind oh, yeah. of yeah, get that. to glide everywhere, which is pretty fun. It's a tiny bit Is glitchy. it like a three D game? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And it's pretty like it's nice to look at. It's pretty what? It's got it's got like a Zelda esque glider, I think. Yeah. Very Zelda esque glider. Like. The glider has a spot for you to put a customization into it, but I there's either only one or there are none. So that's still definitely in the works. It's a fun game because it's a free game and you can so you can pay for cosmetics, but otherwise you don't have to pay to play at all. There's no like monthly subscription or anything. So in that regard, it's nice because I can do what I've done now and take like a long break on it and not like be wasting money or anything. Um, it has, I do yeah. like the farming mechanics. It is real time, which annoys me a little. Like I, I, I personally struggle a little bit with games that have clocks based off of real time. I understand that that's pretty important in an MMO, but it kind of introduces this feeling of to be the most efficient i need to log in every 30 minutes it's not quite 30 minutes i don't think a day cycle maybe it is 30 minutes i think it might be an hour but you you want to it gets you to this place where you feel like to be the most efficient i need to log in every day cycle there is a website you can go to that's just like paleo clock that just tells you what time it is in paleo your cl- your <laughs> tick like have a growth tick at six a.m. Paleo time, so you can just like look and see if it just past six a.m. You want to go and water your crops and harvest your crops. Like that would be the most efficient way to manage it. But I don't want to live like that. Yeah. So that you, don't they have like a sprinkler item that you can get that this like time, no. automatically waters your crops? No, oh, so. No, but what they do have is one of the things that's kind of unique about this crop system that is pretty cool is that each crop applies a a trait to its surrounding crops. So there are crops that have that provide the trait water retention. So if you have that place somewhere, the crops to the top, bottom, left, and right of that receive that trait of water retention so they only have to be watered once until they're done growing okay this results in a couple of things one is there a lot of discussions about what is the most optimal way to lay out your farm which i personally have enjoyed participating in but also it can be frustrating for people who don't want to figure it out themselves because right now there aren't great answers because the game is constantly changing like the i had a very efficient layout of my crops and then they just recently introduced three new crops that threw that 
whole layout out the window. You can only have nine plots and each plot can hold nine crops. So you can have 81 crops, but those are only single space crops. They have now introduced two four slot crops and one nine slot crop. So that nine slot crop takes up an entire plot, which makes me not want to plant it <laughs> because that's too much. I don't want to take up an entire plot with one crop. So I feel like to compensate for the fact that they just added a plant that takes an entire plot, they should have given you the ability to have more plots, but they didn't, at least not at this time. This game is early access. <laughs> uh, and then I also played Chaos Head Noah. I finished that. It's... You played the Chaos Emeralds? No, Chaos Head Noah. Head? It... Those just sound like three random words. Yeah, it's an anime game. Oh, that explains it. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it... I, maybe it's a translation thing. It is good Ooh. I, mm. strong feelings i like it all right i can't give me, recommend give me a genre give me a gaming genre. it's a visual novel obviously the okay, oh, okay. visual novel okay. got it yeah science science fiction it's the first is it in... is it visual novel where the gameplay is the choices or do you have like inventory or status bar it's the or... it's the choices so it's it's okay. uh this it's the first game in the series that Stein's Steingate is in. It's the first science adventure game. And uh, the story is really... I enjoyed the story and I'm glad I played it, but it is hard to recommend because you do play... It is a game where you play as a terrible person and that sucks. But you, partway, there is a part in the game later on where the character's like, he says something terrible, and then he's like, oh my goodness, I think I just realized I might be a terrible person. And I was like, yes! Uh, vindication! <laughs> so, yeah, it's hard to recommend, but it is good. Is There's just rough stuff around the good stuff. Leaf, have you been playing any other video games in recent times? I have been playing other video games in recent times. Thank you so much for asking. Um, I've been playing Chance of Senar, which is very <gasps> fun. Oh my goodness. Have you been playing that? No, I haven't gotten it yet, but I did it's watch so part good. of a playthrough and it looks so awesome. It's so good. It's supposedly on console and I cannot imagine playing it on console because a portion of the game yeah. is typing things so what yeah. basically the game is a i so a puzzle game what's, what's that called when it's like a isometric thank you i was only thinking of isopropyl and that's not it <laughs> um yeah it's isometric it's video game medicine it's video game medicine you use it for the soul to, yeah <laughs> light puzzle solving um, but the the primary kind of puzzle that you are solving that is less light than the others is that you are decoding the language of um, societies that you're exploring. You are a human. Everyone's human. But you, you are a man. Um, vague spoiler, but whatever. And not man as in gender. Just like 
there's kind of different classes, right? Like of yeah, of it's like, like a caste system. Yeah, there's a caste system, and you are the lowest basically, and that's just typically referred to in the game as man. So you are that, but you are kind of working your way up this caste system, and also as you do so, unlocking the languages that they're speaking and thus discovering kind of the lore of the place, or at least how everyone feels about each other. Uh, I haven't finished the game yet. I'm really close, but I have things happening in my life that suddenly made me like not able to complete it. Um, I'm going to, but I haven't, but it's really fun. And as a person who enjoys languages in general, it just really scratched a like really nice part of my brain. It's very fun. <laughs> like I, I highly recommend it. Uh, I do enjoy puzzle games in general, so I will put that out there. Like, if you don't like puzzle games, this probably isn't for you. But if you do enjoy, like, using your brain to figure things out, using context clues (laughs) to figure stuff out, if you like language, I highly recommend it. And it's a written language. It's not, like, a spoken thing. So they, they they give you little symbols, and then you have a notebook that you can guess the meaning of the symbols to. So that's the typing part. Like you say, I think this means this. Um, I think this symbol means open or close. And then eventually uh, when you hit certain points in the game, it draws pictures in your notebook and has you pull over the symbol you think corresponds to the picture. And if you get those correct, it does lock it in for you. So you're not just like perpetually guessing. It does like confirm like, yes, you got this right. Or like sometimes... You know, I'll know like this, this is meant to represent the bottom of the caste system, but I wouldn't know until I locked it in that the word they're using for that is man, right? Or like warrior, for example, like I think I was just calling them people with hats. Like I knew that this was referring to these people, (laughs) but I didn't know like what the delineation was. And like before you can lock it in, there is usually like things around the environment like historical plaques or whatever that you can like compare your notes to and be like does this word actually make sense in that context yeah Yeah, okay so i'm gonna keep it for now or no i think i might change it or i'll keep it for a little while and ask another like talk to one more person and he used that in a sentence and try and refigure it out it's right. really cool. It's a great concept. It's really cool. Kind of the way that it works is like once you've put in your notebook, like I think this word, this symbol means this, this symbol means that. If you then hover over that symbol or series of symbols in the world, whether yeah. because someone said it or because it's on a plaque, it'll like pop up and be like, if you're correct, like this is what it would mean or this is what it would translate to, which is how you can kind of figure out the context. And it's, it is really cool. Like it's a, very fun game it uh i did get stuck a couple of times i did have to look up (laughs) a walkthrough a couple of times but never because i couldn't figure out the words just because i couldn't figure out where to go it does have a built-in hint system where if you press middle mouse button it shows you everything that's on the screen that you can interact with i do find myself using that a lot because it's not inherently obvious what objects you can and can't click on uh, and I'm not a point and click type of person. Like that's just never the type of game I enjoyed. So, you know, that aspect of it is sort of lost on me. But I think as long as you like either are really cool with. Also, I did I did find that this is one of those games where sometimes you just have to walk away and come back. 
Like there were definitely like points that I got to where I was like, I can't figure out what these words mean. I can't figure out what they're trying to tell me. And so I'd like go to bed, come back the next day, two seconds later, I understand it. Like it, it just makes sense. Um, yeah, I think I, it would be a hit with most of game cola because yeah, puzzle and point and click aspects is just really good. Yeah, so highly recommend it. Very fun, tickles the brain. Don't be afraid to look up a walkthrough if you feel like it's that or get angry. <laughs> oh, I don't think we talked about this viewfinder. Did oh, I... how was it? Great, loved it. Oh, Very fun. fun. Did good things to my brain. I, I need it. <laughs> View sounds like a game about a kaleidoscope. You're it's a camera. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> Basically it, it has a really cool like world mechanism where if you take pictures of certain things and what makes it kind of a puzzle game is as you go, you sort of gain the ability to take pictures of this and not this and you only have one picture that you can take, etc. But the kind of crux of it is that you can take or use pictures hold them up at a certain angle in the world, and then they become part of the world uh, and, and part of the puzzle that you're trying mm. to solve. Is it by the same people as Superliminal? Yes. Or is it just very... Okay, it is. Yes. Is this the one that had that one character at one point that was, like, narrating it? No. And I feel like there was a game, and it's like, did you just bend reality? Maybe. I mean, is that a different game? I don't think so but that does sound like something that could have been said you your character never speaks your character speaks to someone you were exploring a world for something that's all i'll say and you have a person who is guiding you through this um and eventually you also stumble across like evidence of the people who were in this place before you and learn about them through what they've left behind. And you also come across an AI that takes the form of a very cute cat. As opposed to all those non-cute cats. Correct. It's true. Like, you understand. In my opinion, Tread there are cats that I don't <laughs> think are cute. Blasphemy. I don't particularly find flat-faced animals very cute in general. Because all I, all I think when um, I look at them is that they can't breathe. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh. not ugly that you just feel bad for them. That's different. That's yeah. different. I guess Viewfinder, when it I hurts played... to look at something, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Viewfinder I played on console. I imagine it's also available on PC. I don't think you lose anything by playing it on console. There's no, like, you know, it's not a first person shooter or anything so there's not like any real need to be able to aim quickly it was a good like kind of couch game it's pretty short uh it's shorter than chance of centaur for sure i've gotten more time out of chance of centaur which is also kind of short i mean all puzzle games most puzzle games are relatively short but viewfinder really kind of felt like by the time I reached the end, I was like, I still want more. And I understand that the story is complete, but I kind of wished that there'd been like a, an additional challenges available or like a, yeah, just like a, these levels didn't make it in the game, maybe sort of thing. Like I just wanted more. I would have kept playing that game without the story. Um, the story's fine. It's nothing to write home about, honestly. It, it's, it's fine. It carries you through the game. It's not boring. It's not really stupid. It 
seems at the beginning like it might be really exciting and it doesn't really it's not <laughs> yeah i just wanted more puzzles i wanted to solve more puzzles the the mechanics were fun i wanted to play more of it but it was over so those are the two puzzle games i've been playing and then a game that i am not yet playing but we'll probably talk about the next time we all gather together like this will be my time at sandrock which just had its full release and i have played the entirety of the beta yeah i played the beta to completion so now i just have to finish the game <laughs> now that the game has a finish yeah now that the game has an end i have to finish it and i know that they've added some like mechanics and probably some upgrades and now some characters that weren't romanceable before are romanceable but sucks because i'm already married so i think i'll be able to have babies now <laughs> yay yeah so, <laughs> is it is it time to talk about what joe's been playing oh yeah joseph what have you been playing i've been pokemon sleeping and Pokemon Awaking. That's been pretty much it. I just got internet here at my new apartment. Not that I couldn't have played video games without the internet, but just like getting things set up has kind of been my priority. Pokemon Sleep is definitely wearing on me a bit. The sleeping part is fine, but the stuff that you have to do through the day as more and more things kind of like happen and like you get access to more things, it kind of becomes like a bit more of a chore. Yeah. The other frustrating thing, and I think maybe I mentioned this, is that like it doesn't work if the in- you don't have internet. So like either you have a commute where you drive, and so you can't you know do the the daily things on your commute then, or you've got a commute like me where you're underground enough of the time that you can't even use the internet anyway. So it's kind of like it's a little disruptive, and also like even like it actually can kind of keep you up late a little bit because you were doing all the things that end off the day like before you go to bed and sometimes like i really should just go right to bed um so i'm not sure how much longer i'm going to do it uh it's it's kind of kind of getting diminishing returns they do have a halloween event that is extended it's like a week um that's going on and i might keep it up through vacations vacations during the holiday season some people might of which might call it the holidays but if I have to be careful about using the word holiday around here, because people get very suspicious very quickly of my British history. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Um, and then I've been playing, you know, Pokemon Showdown. Still random battles because the next DLC, the final DLC hasn't dropped yet. Once it does, then the metagame, yeah. the official <laughs> metagame will settle enough that I can... Because it's sort of like um, your crops leaf, <laughs> where it's like, it keeps changing, so... Learning how to do a thing in, like, the most efficient way or the best strategy is uh, kind of feels like a time waste because as soon as the new DLC comes out, the whole thing's going to change again. Yeah. I heard Palafin's um, good again, so I'm happy about that. Palafin's always been good. It Palafin was, got banned. It dropped out of, for a while, it was not good. In, Did it get unbanned at the new DLC? I, I, and then dropped to UU? Maybe? I don't know. I haven't been following that much, to be honest. I've been I don't have the game. <laughs> it's not a game that you have. You have a browser. Well, yeah, I yeah, I meant like in official competitive play. Oh, in VGC. Oh, Palvin's very different in VGC. Yeah. Um, in singles, Palvin was overpowered because singles is a lot of switching. Yeah. So the fact that you had to switch to activate its overpowered ability was like nothing because you have to switch most Pokemon like at least twice per battle whereas in doubles 
in VGC, the you, you're lucky if an entire battle has more than like three switches. Yeah, I um, think so. That's I think Palafin's my favorite from this gym. The little the guy the little surgeon glove hands. What? Leaf, you've seen Palafin. That's the big dolphin one that you didn't like the hands oh, of. Oh yes, I don't like that dolphin's hands. It's a it's just. It's the dolphin that has a secret identity, and when no one is looking, it switches into its superhero form. That's adorable. And that's why it has hands? Yeah, I guess. To me, they always looked like fins, but I guess, I, I, again, I don't have the They game, have fingers. So they have fingers. I never noticed its fingers, so I don't know. <laughs> Superman has fingers, so it's fine. <laughs> That is a very interesting I think it's about time to wrap up the game. Wait, what podcast. is your We've favorite been... Pokemon to make go to sleep? My favorite Pokemon to make it go to sleep? Or whatever. Um, probably either Doduo or uh Croconaut because they keep an eye open. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, Croconaut keeps an eye open. Um, because apparently that's what real Crocodiles do, um, and Doduo has one head that's always awake. I think Dodrio. I, I don't have a Dodrio yet, but I think that that's also the case. That's um, cute. I which do I think like is fun. That. Okay, thank you for listening to this episode of the Game Cold Podcast. Yay! You're not joining. Yay! Yay! Yay. <laughs> if you liked what you heard, please check us out on our actual internet website, GameCola.net. And join us on the Discord at the Discord link that has to be posted anywhere because you can't say a Discord link out loud in a easily. Discord.com slash channels slash two eight three. Yeah, those are the actual numbers. Um, no. I wonder I bet you could search for the game cola. I wonder if you could search. I need to check that sometime. If you can just search the game cola Discord and find it. You could try that. Search for game cola on Discord and see what shows up and look for the little G guy to make sure it's the actual right place. Um, you can also check us out on our YouTube channel, gc.net, the letter G, the letter C, the word dot, the word net. Um, James has been continuing his, uh, playthrough of the Ghost Trick remake, which has been very fun. And then also they've been doing the live streams for, Dang is it, it still Grandpa. Danganronpa? Yeah, it's Danganronpa. Danganronpa. I think, I, Three, it's the third one. The um, one they've been I doing saw. streams any, every Sunday where they are able to do it. Yeah. Yeah, we still have social media, I guess, but we don't really use it because social media keeps breaking the things that let us use social media. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks yeah, for joining thanks us for... on this Alan Wake experience. Yeah, thank <laughs> you so much for joining us on the Alan Wake podcast. I've been your host, Mr. Doors. Um, Alex Payne and Mr. Scratch will be back next week to talk more about what you can expect from this place that is not a lake, it is an ocean. And remember, everyone... It's not a loop. It's redacted. Oh. I don't I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I'm glad we broke Joe this podcast. Goodbye. Have a wonderful that was time my goal. wherever it is you're listening it whatever it is, whenever it is you're listening to this podcast. And we'll see you next month. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> you have to say goodbye. Goodbye. goodbye.
Look, if you've made it to the end of Alan Wake, what I just said will be meaningful. I bet it will be. I really want to say the whole thing, but I can't because it's a spoiler. I heard something about a ribbon on the internet, but a ribbon it doesn't well, mean anything have, to you me. You can yet. have your Alan Wake podcast when you finish the game. You can. You're welcome to put that together. Okay. I, we will. We will. <laughs> it's gonna be 